Hey everybody, how's the world doing today? And this is Pastor Chip. Well, I've been pounding myself in the head trying to figure out what to talk about today, but drove up here to the cemetery. Wind's blowing pretty good, um, but it's cool. The sun is shining. The tulips are opening on my wife's grave. And Sitting here in the car, and I rolled the window down. I heard a turkey over here in the woods beside of me. Maybe he'll come out and show himself before I leave. But it's a beautiful day. But anyway, there's a lot of things going on that just make me wonder, you know. What do I talk about? So I've been praying about it. and I think today... I'm going to talk about John chapter 8, the adulterous woman. Is everybody familiar with that one? Um, Pretty famous, pretty famous text in the Bible. So you'll recognize it when I read it. So at dawn, he went to the temple again and all the people were coming to him. He sat down and began to teach them. Then the scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman caught in adultery, making her stand in the center. Teacher, they said to him, this woman was caught in the act of committing adultery. In the law, Moses commanded us to stone such women. So what do you say? They asked this to trap him in order that that they might have evidence to accuse him. Jesus stooped down and started writing on the ground with his finger. When they persisted in questioning him, he stood up and said to them, The one without sin among you should be the first to throw a stone at her. And then he stooped down again and continued writing on the ground. When they heard this, they left one by one starting with the older men. Only he was left with the woman in the center. When Jesus stood up, he said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No, Lord, she answered. Neither do I condemn you, said Jesus. Go and sin no more. So, Where are we going with this today? You know how it ties into my morning. Somebody beat me up on that wonderful internet about... I saw a post about what the president hasn't done this and hasn't done that and hasn't done whatever. He didn't tell everybody about the virus and he didn't warn the people and I don't know. It just... So I I told this person, I said, can you imagine if Jesus, when he came into the world, went around telling us all we were going to die and go to hell? Wasn't nothing we could do about it. Can you imagine where we would be today if he hadn't died on the cross for us? But this woman comes out and sins. I mean... 
clearly the law, I mean, everybody knows the law back then that says the people caught in the act should be stoned. Okay? So they brought the woman, but where's the man? You see, they were trying to trick him up. And what did he do? He could have just stood up and says, you know, all of us, I'm gonna st we're going to stone everybody here because I think nobody here is without sin. So let's just pile up the rocks and let's go get everybody in town and we're going to stone all of you. He would have been legitimately within his rights to say that. But he stoops down Starts writing on the ground in the sand with his finger. And these people slowly slip away from the oldest to the youngest, I think they said. They left one by one. Yep, starting with the older men. So, what do you think he was writing? Nobody knows. It's not recorded anywhere that we know of. We won't know until we get to heaven. But I like to think that he started writing down maybe a deep, dark sin of each person. Maybe a name of a girlfriend or a mistress that these guys had done. Maybe, maybe uh, the theft they have done of somebody or mistreatment. I don't know. I just think that he wrote down the sin one by one. And when that guy saw his sin written out in the ground in front of everybody, he turned with shame and walked away, knowing that he was no better than that woman. That's the way I like to look at it. So, you see, here we are and this world in trauma, people in hard times. You know, I, I heard today that people in New York City have a, their fire ratio is three times higher than before because children are having to stay at home and learn to cook that they've not never, that they've never done before and are causing house fires. Our world is in a sad state. And I don't think any one of us out here is perfect. And I don't think any one of us need to go around bashing anybody. You know, maybe it's a time to be helping people. Heck, I know it's a time to be helping people. But you got people screaming that their biblical rights are being taken away because they can't go to they can't go to church, can't forsake the assembling. That's not the only place God comes to you, people. I hate to tell you. Um, the word, uh, the Greek word for church, means a body of people. You know, it's not. It doesn't mean a brick structure. We are the church. And what are we doing about that? I mean. <laughs> You know, you've got no excuse to not reach your people today. And you say, people say, 
Well, old people don't have Facebook. They got a telephone, don't they? They got a driveway. You can drive yourself to their house and stand 10 feet away and say, How you doing? What can I do for you? Let's talk about God a little bit, you know? You know, people, there is enough negative going on around here, and the last thing we need is Christians and churches fighting amongst themselves. What we need is people to remember the charity and the good things that we do and how we're out. We don't have to be out getting sick, but you could go out, like I say, and knock on the door and stand back and say, hey, just thought I'd drive by and check on you. How you doing? You need anything? What'd that cost you? A little bit of gas went from your house to their house, your car, and you didn't have to get out and mess with nobody, shake no hands or nothing. So, we may have the right to complain and fuss and point out other people's sins, but like Jesus said to the woman, Go and sin no more. Just stop it. Just stop it. There's no sense in this mess. For my friends out there that listen, and you know me, just a phone call away. And if anybody's feeling down and out in this time of depression, you don't have somebody to call, you know, reach out to me. Email me. There is always somebody there that we can talk to. And I'm going to tell you right now, you are not alone. Even when you think you're alone, God is right there with you. Let me put it in perspective for you. If you're talking about you have a loss or you're thinking about a loss in the family or you suffer from a suicide. If God put his son on a cross for us, he knows what it's like to lose someone. So people, take advantage of the gift. Be a light in this dark world. Let your light shine. Don't be so critical. Do good unto, unto others. Won't cost you a thing. A smile. Say, how are you doing? Everybody stay safe. Wash those hands. And let's all have a blessed day.